Ghostbusters. Does it have any good tips? Oh, yeah. And here's the best one. You see, whenever I get angry, I just recite this little poem. Calms me down. Three, two, one. One, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? <laughs> what up, though? This is your boy, Chill B. And I am here once again to give you the Chill Bravado podcast. This is your Laker 8216 series where we cover the grind of an 82 game season and we have aspirations and dreams, hopes and wishes of getting 16 wins to get the chip in the end. As you know, the Lakers did not even get anywhere near the playoffs. We tiptoed around the tournament. But hey, we already know what that is with us. But we do have a finals that is going on right now. And it's the worst nightmare that A, a LeBron fan can have, and B, a Laker fan can have. Laker fans are just scared to death that the Boston Celtics can pull this off and make this the worst Lakers season in history. All right. Why not? Just go ahead and read this cap this season off for getting letting Boston win the chip. That be that's the worst Laker fan type of you know ending to a terrible season. And if you're a LeBron fan, seeing the Warriors, who you guys have a beef with, Laker fans, we don't have beef with the Warriors. We didn't battle against a you know a good you know Steph and you know Draymond and Clay and KD. That's a LeBron issue. It's not a Laker issue. So all you LeBron fans who jumped on ship. Do not bring your negativity and your bad energy over here with the Laker fans who have nothing to do with the Golden State Warriors. There's no rivalry between the Lakers and the Warriors. When the Lakers were good, the Warriors were bad. When the Warriors were good, the Lakers were bad. So we have never intertwined in that magnitude. So here we are, sitting back. How did we get here? Nobody's supposed to be here, if I remember how the song went. But we're going to talk about a few things today. And as you know, we have gotten to um, wrapped up game two. So we are now 1-1. Boston scared every Laker fan in the building and won that first game by having an incredible fourth quarter where you kind of felt like Golden State controlled that first game pretty much to a T. And then all of a sudden, you know, Golden State, who also has some young guys on the team, and then they really had an easier path. And the Boston Celtics kind of showed them you know, that the, they're, they're battle-tested in the run. They went against KD and the little guys, you know. They 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 battled, you know, Miami just previously before that, you know, and banged up as they were. That was a physical matchup they had. And let's not forget they went against a Middleton-less Bucks team. Well, Giannis kind of gassed out, and those guys just couldn't get over that hump. But nevertheless, they still have had a very much a battle-tested situation going on with them. So, you know, and then you got the Warriors who kind of, you know, you know, slapped up on Dallas, you know, they had fun with the kids with Memphis and then, you know, whatever, you know, so we've seen what they've had to endure as well, but they are a veteran bunch. And I'm gonna get to my three, two, one, one, two, three. All right. And I just want to talk about three things that are important in this series. This series has some important, you know, you know, ramifications if things go one way or the other. I want to talk about the Warriors first. They have a responsibility. 
of holding the up-and-coming superstars and those up-and-coming, this up-and-coming generation, they have an opportunity and the responsibility to keep them where they are. Because right now, after game one, I it really snapped in and kicked in. Like, you know what? Golden State is not just winning the chip for them. Of course they are. But they, their generation, Steph, Dre, Clay, LeBron, KD, all these guys are pretty much held, the, you know, Kawhi. These guys who won rings over, you know, last several years, they, this is their prime. This is their, their era. This is their generation. They have not, you know, released it to that next wave of generations. Kind of how Jordan held the 90s in check. He just wouldn't release it. So these guys have held on, but it's this younger little wave that's right up under them. Up and comers like Jason Tatum and Luca, and so on and so forth. Um, and right now, Tatum and his Celtics team has a chance to really break that wall down. And we can see now that that generation, if Boston was to finish out this process and win the finals, do you not understand what that means for all that it's over? The wall is broken, the confidence is going to the roof. Now you're going to see the Lucas and you're going to see all the John ja, ja Morant. They're going to see, okay, we as that young group have penetrated the gap and we've already closed that gap. And it's very tight now because this is the time and place where we have two, two groups right now. You have the young up and coming guys who are just ready to take the league and be the face of it. And right now, if Tatum wins this chip, he has the potential to not only be the face of the league, but also just take it away from Luka. Because right now, Luka, who, until he ran up against the Warriors, he was he was really that close to, to taking the face of the league. Although he still has that chance, but Luka and Tatum right now, they had, they had their opportunity right now. Tatum still has his. Luka, I think it's fine. He's still going to be a big-time draw, but if he was to win a chip, it would be, a you know, like Larry Bird, like, but right now Tatum has the opportunity to come in and just pretty much put all those guys like Katie and LeBron, let you know your, your reign might be over. Like, but Golden State has the opportunity and the responsibility to this generation of current superstars that they put this Boston team out their misery and not allow them to gain confidence for them and the up and coming groups because they're knocking at the door. Would bring me to my next point that Boston, bigger, stronger, faster. It works, but why and how? The why it works is because when you have bigger, faster, stronger in certain positions, like wings, it, like, we've been talking about this all year. I feel like it, especially if you're a Laker fan, you just see how, well, why, why are we able to play small ball and why 88 to 5 is not working the way it was? Well, you don't have Kuzma. You don't have Caruso. You don't have KCP. You don't have all these guys who, who fit in that spot. Not necessarily the best players in the world. I had the the greatest like numbers next to AD and LeBron, but you also seen how defensively when you're locked in together, individual defense may slip here and there, but when you have a group that's locked in together, that's able to pressure and put and put 
you know, shooters in tough, tough, tight shooting space and windows where they're not able to just get off the, the easiest, cleanest looks. And then you have guys who are just average, league average three-point shooters who you can put pressure on them. You can drop their average. You know, wide open shots is nothing for a lot of NBA players. But when you apply that pressure and then when you have bigger, stronger, faster, they're able to close the gap faster, you know, contest higher with the length, um, be able to fight over screens. And Boston has all that and more. Okay, so they have that bigger, stronger, faster team. And that in the first game was really starting to show like, man, you know what? The Warriors really got, you know, a chess, a chess game going here. And in the game two, they figured it out to a certain degree, but that's really more experience right now. So the, that's what I'm saying. This generation go to state. Are they going to be able to do that three more times? They can, but can Boston clamp up and do what they've been doing? They've been resilient. They've been giving up big leads. They've been, you know, at the inner gangs kind of wavering, but they, they're here for a reason. As much as it pains me to say that. So the bigger, stronger, faster works. And that's why and how. It, it, why? Because it allows you to do more things versatility-wise on the floor with different lineups. You can play bigger, Robert Williams, Al Horford, all these guys. They just had the physical advantage over Golden State, but Golden State showed in game two that they also can up their physicality and getting certain pieces back that we'll talk about later. But next, we're going to talk about a tag team. It's the Tatum and Brown. Now, during the season, we heard a lot of people talking about Trey Brown, Trey Brown. And people just, just were just disgusted of Brown. And I, I, me personally, I've never been on that bandwagon. I really didn't like that narrative that people was trying to put. Why am I trading away a big young wing defender slash um, scorer who also can occasionally hit the three? What am I going to get that's going to make us over the top better? In a mid-season trade, now the chemistry has to get back right. All these things have to end. No, we're going with the guys we got. Tatum and Brown both are young in their tag team. Tatum can do things that Brown cannot do because, look, man, beginning of the game, too, man, and even throughout the game, Tatum was hitting that thing, bro. He was shooting that thing, in the words of Charles Barkley. Bro, he was shooting that thing. And it was real impressive because, man, it's just as much as I hate Boston, I love Tatum's game, but the two cannot intertwine. So that puts me in a position where I'm constantly just hoping he missed. But, man, he had a couple shots. Now it's like, whoo you can ask my wife. She probably just hates hearing me in the other room when something like that happens. But can't recognize game. I'm not mad at Tatum. I just hate that he's wearing that jersey. But his game is it, it, definitely impressive when it's on. And he had a great shooting game, and he did well. In game one, he did not. And people kind of talked about him, quote, struggling. Well, just, to, just with his shot. Defensively, he was fine. He put out the assists. We all were impressed with that. You know, and he was making quick reactions when people were coming to double or, or coming to, you know, do, do their defensive, um, you know, um, strategy on him. They all seemed to be, you know, quick passes, quick decision making. And I was like, if Tatum plays like that consistently, then that's going to even more make this harder for the Golden State Warriors to beat that. But in this game, he was just hitting. He was on. Brown was kind of on early. He had a good start. They kind of, you know, kind of calmed him down as the game went on. But this tag team, I think it's shown you, like, when they win and they win, it's going to be Tatum's team. When they lose, unfortunately, they're going to mess with the bearded brother. Like, I think they think he's James Harden out there. So they see his beard and they, they want to blame Brown. But I'm saying you guys calm down. 
and let's just relax without all of that temptation to blame someone when this is a team sport. And Brown is doing all he can do, and Tatum had a better game, but they lost. So now we need to wonder what happened to the others, as Shaq would say, and Kenny hates him to say. And as we get into talking about more and more the people who are going to have big impacts and can be impactful in this series, um, we're going to go straight to Draymond Green and Marcus Smart. I just feel like both of these guys are going to be the ones that are going to muddy the waters, they're going to muck up the game a little bit. And right now, uh, Marcus Smart, who had, you know, a very, you know, not smart game in game two compared to, you know, in, in game one. So here we are now, you know, which one of these guys is going to be that guy who's going to really, you know, make the game difficult and you're know, going to do the stuff that's like offbeat. You know how when you have a rhythm going, we need somebody who's going to come and kind of get you out of that rhythm. Um, him guarding Steph right now in game two, you know, get started off good in game one, but you know, Steph kind of, you know, the team didn't really help carry that performance to a win. But in game two, Steph, um, yeah, man, it just came down to I'm hitting shots. And, like, what are you going to do about it? I'm not running. It wasn't him running off a whole bunch of screens all the time. Sometimes with just simple pick and roll at one point in the game where guys are just were not coming up and trying to stop him from shooting that shot. Because Curry, you know, although, you know, we talk about Kyrie's handle, Curry, his handles are just, are just a different type where he gets to go on one way and his misdirection and time and ability to, to, to have you think he's going to stop the shoot and he just keeps going by you and he just lays the ball up or hits with a little floater. And those type of things really had them a little lost in, you know, Boston in their rotations, which I think um, the coach of Boston, man, he's very smart. You can tell he's going to figure that out. And then Golden State's going to have to, you know, continue to do their chess match game. But right now, Marcus Smart didn't have much of an impact at all in this game too. Draymond did. Draymond was able to get away with a little bit of extra activity. And I know the controversy is should he have gotten that second tech with him and Brown got into it. I'm glad they didn't because I'm, I mean, we all complained about how LeBron won because Draymond got suspended for that game. Do you really want to take Draymond Green off the, off the floor, off the court in a game too that's crucial to this series? All because him and Brown had a little, a little altercation where I don't know what Green was doing, but no grown man's going to put his legs on top of me and think I'm going to sit there and do that. So I have no problem with Brown doing what he did. And, you know, I just feel like Green from the start, just from the jump, you know, after the jump ball, get, you know, getting in there. And and he's he's letting Al Horford know you're not having that game you had game one. And, and we're going to talk about that later. Don't let me get too far ahead of that, but just talking about Draymond and Smart. So it seems to me that if Smart's not hitting his shots or not getting – you know, you know, positive things going for him offensively in this particular game. Now, I'm not saying always. It just seemed like he wasn't that impactful and he didn't get into, you know, his confidence into the game where he was able to, to, to put his little muddy waters on the games, what I like to call it. But Draymond, who does not have to score, who does not have to be ball dominant or has to see the ball go in the basket to be, you know, successful in the other areas, it just seems that he was from the jump from the start where he even him on his podcast said he was going to have to do better, play better. And he's not going to play that bad two games in a row. And he came back up those words and he was phenomenal at just making the game tight, making Boston. You see him and Grant Williams going at it 
later in the game. Like you can just tell Draymond was having fun out there because that's his element. He wants guys talking to him. He wants the guys to let him know if he's in their head and let him know that his physicality and his just, um, you know, muddy waters in the game was able to affect Boston in certain ways with certain players. You know, I thought Brown, even when he got upset, it kind of showed me like, okay, like I don't think Brown plays, you know, I never seen him get that upset and then go out and play great afterwards. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, the physicality of the game. Boston should feel like they didn't get, you know, a lot of calls that they let the game get a little physical. And then me saying bigger, stronger, faster, Boston means that should be to your advantage. But it's how you use that bigger, stronger, faster. And some of you guys are just more bigger than stronger. And some of them don't have the experience to use that bigger and stronger in the right ways. You know, so we, we're looking at that. So I'm going to continue to watch Draymond Green and Marcus Smart. So let's see what happens. Let's Now let's go to Al Horford and Derek White, who this time around, White, who had a solid, you know, game, it wasn't the shots he made in game one, though. And Al Horford was non-existent. You can't expect a 35-year-old veteran to give it to United and Night Out. He just didn't have a look in his eye that he was really at that, you know, you know, that's going to come in spurts, you know. So Al Horford might play great in the next game. They play again on Wednesday. So, you know, here we go. They're going to have some time to get, you know, to get get back in the, in the film, you know, figure some things out, get your head straight. And let's see what big Al can give and contribute. And Derek White, I just feel like he's going to be what it is. Um, you just can't have Derek White, Al Horford, and Marcus Smart all hitting at the same time. That 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 crushed you, you know. If if you're um going to state and if you're a Lakers fan, hoping Boston loses, so let's not forget that. So Marcus Smart just need, needs to get back to doing what he does best, you know, hitting occasional shot here and there. Don't need to get three point trigger happy. I know I'm guilty of the Smart slander in years past when they didn't make it to the finals. I said, man, trade Smart. Don't trade Brown. Trade Smart. But obviously, I was wrong. Defensive player of the year. Um, his ability to do what he did the last couple of rounds has just been evident. It's eyesore to me because I have to admit I'm wrong. But now, I mean, I'm in, I enjoyed game two. It was very, it was, it, was, it was less smart, you know, and I enjoy it. So, and Big Al, I, you know, I didn't like how, you know, when he was, you know, I'm a Giannis guy. So the way they did Giannis, I was really rooting against him from that point forward. I just didn't like it. Giannis is out there getting getting the whole squad going at him. He had nobody really to help back him up. And that's fine. Boston's a deeper team. So let's move on now to some of the other guys. Pool. It was a pool party. You hear me? Pool came out. I think he had 17 points, but it doesn't matter. The, the spots that he had him in was great. Um, he he he's funny to me because like he sees one or two go in, the antics come. He's, you know, eyeing at the crowd, cheesing, walking around. But he needs that. Like we, if that takes, if that's what it takes for him to get going, great. You know, taking the deep shots, making the big plays. You know, just giving the crowd like amazing energy, and they give it right back to you. It was beautiful to see that. It was good to see Gary Payton back out there too after his injury. Good seeing him back. He he's showing that he's bouncy still, and we just gonna continue to watch him see how he does maybe when he gets matched up with Tatum or Brown let's see who he matches up with a lot and I'm rooting for him he's a former Laker and you think hey these guys just need to get in better situations in order to flourish and shine and I'm and I really enjoy watching him play you know just because I love his pops Wiggins who all offensively for a while man he, he just missed a lot of big shots 
a lot of not big shots, just a lot of shots in, in a small span. It was like, man, what are you doing? But then I couldn't knock him because he was on the boards. Like Wiggins is he's one of the bigger physical wings that the Warriors have. But um, if you're going, he's going against Tatum, then you know, Tatum's gonna win that matchup. You know, Tatum's on another level. If you're going against Brown, you know, Brown's gonna win it sometimes, you know. So Wiggins just have to continue to be aggressive like he was, even if he's not scoring well, because it's gonna come a game where he's gonna get 20. And if he can give you 20 and rebound the best by the way he did, that's going to equal Golden State win, whether it's on the road or whether it's back at home. You just need that energy. And then Clay. Let's end on Clay because, you know, mama named him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Clay looks like a Clay mine out now. He, he just, he's, he's non existent. I don't understand it. I think they should just trade him to LA, to the Lakers, where his daddy played at. He's a bum. Um, you know, just put him on a team that, I feel like he'd be more appreciated. You know, who needs him? Like Jordan Poole is the guy now. Like who needs Clay Thompson on the Warriors anymore? Like stop dragging this damaged goods, okay? And 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 put him in a place where he'll be appreciated. And that's all I want to say about that. Clay is going to have a game where he is going to go off, and then he's going to remind me and remind us that hey, I'm here for a reason. But so far, Steph Curry is on his way to getting if they win. His first finals MVP, and people like me cannot use that against him anymore. But Boston also with Tatum tapping in the way he did. And I'm just not convinced that Boston is gonna go out. Boston is not gonna go out without a fight. So I'm 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 waiting to see Smart turn it up. I'm serious. Smart gotta turn it up, man. Draymond can't be the guy muddy in the waters, bro. You gotta turn it up, Smart. You gotta go out there and do that. Al Horford, man. Look, you're gonna have a couple of days off, get you a nap, old power nap. You know what I'm saying? And look, man, this is 321123 with the boy Chill B and the Chill Bravado Podcast. This is Laker 8216. So you guys, you be safe out there, all right? Three, two, one. <laughs> one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? <laughs> Yo!